Hey, welcome to episode 104. Let me move the microphone. 104. We made a podcast. Caesar, give him. Oh, Caesar was to adjust the camera. Caesar, give him that Portugal. Sensi Quatro. He, he, he almost failed. Yeah, exactly. Episode 104. We made a. Uh, I'm upset. Last one was wrong. Nice. <laughs> episode 104. We made a podcast back in the building. We made a podcast.com at We Made a Podcast on all social media. Check out Tiki Tonka Podcast, uh, their latest episode before. I don't know if it'll still be their latest episode before you hear this, but we were on there. Shout out to Canada, doing it big. Um, T-Dot? Yeah. Um, oh, there was something I wanted to say. Oh, we're also going to be posting this video on YouTube, so you can check us out at We Made Podcast.com. You can go to our YouTube channel. You can see all the videos of our episodes from like 80 something on they're not very exciting we're just sitting here talking but um sometimes we get up <laughs> <laughs> last one we did you can always see the um ceiling fan reflecting off my head in the video. <laughs> i never noticed that. you can always see that right there um it's more pro- it's more prominent in your house actually another studio huh i never even noticed that other studio other uh, studio yeah it's more prominent episode 104 made a podcast back in the building um caesar you chilling you good i'm posted let's do it cj had a had a had a had a, had a interesting day today so um but caesar you, t- tell me what you're wearing dog I'm, I'm over here repping free band gang shout out bass shout out free bands <laughs> you, know what, I'm you saying? know what i'm saying shout out fbg right here yeah shout out bass Doughboy casino future Young Scooter was good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, Taliban. Uh, all right. Caesar. Kirkwood. <laughs> Caesar. Um, although you and I are so over this topic, uh, Raheem Sterling has been out here going hard. He's talking more and more about racism these days. Um, he's he's kind of on the for he's kind of at the forefront so- right now. Uh, kind of, you know. Um, who, who are you really riding with him? I haven't seen them. You know, maybe somebody else is doing it, but I haven't seen them as prom- featured as prominently as Reem Sterling right now. But he's out here talking about a lot. Yeah. Uh, part of me wonders if he's trying to you know, trying to get them awards. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about some social issues, trying to get them awards. I'm just hey, joking. Dog. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Only Kaepernick. <laughs> oh, shots fired early. Um <laughs> But yeah, I wanted to uh, go over some things that Raheem, Raheem Sterling is talking about uh, having to do with racism and racist chanting at games. He said recently, this, just the other day, that um, he was talking to the Times. He said the racism problem in football is so bad, it runs so deep, and is nowhere near being sorted. Um, he said that being racially abused has made him really angry, massively disappointed. And so they asked him what Basically, they're trying to figure out, like, what does he think should happen when um, fans are racially abusing players? Um, he said, Raheem Sterling said, it sounds harsh, but which fan will risk racist behavior if it might relegate their team or ruin their title bid? He's saying that teams should be uh, deducted nine points <laughs> when there's racist chanting. Damn, uh, dog. Yeah, he said deduce nine points from the team. Um, deduce? Deduct, sorry. Uh, damn. I guess he's on point right now. Hey. That was a test. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's saying that, that they should deduct nine points from teams if their fans are uh, racially abusing players. What do you think? Actually, one of the dudes from Tiki Taka Podcast said this too. We did. Remember? I was about to say that. I yeah. just heard this. I can't, but like, sadly, we couldn't see who it was yeah. that said it, but like. I think it was. Uh, I couldn't tell. It who wasn't it was. S. 
It was, it was Jeff? Okay. It was Jeff, yeah. Um, but we were saying that's extreme, but I don't know, like, for, for, I mean, look. He, what, what do you think? If, a a nine-point deduction. If Sterling listened to We Made a Podcast, yeah. he would, because he might be one of them downloads out in England, you know what I'm saying? He if, definitely could. We got Manchester. If, if he's listening to the show, he would know that ain't nobody been riding harder than us for Sterling. That's our dog right Big there. Big facts. He's been going hard. He should be, he should be finally an English player that leaves England. Leave oh, England, absolutely. please, and, and becomes a star outside of England because yeah. it's it's a little bit y'all a little bit too comfortable over there hanging out in England playing in England. Okay. We believe he could star in, in, in Real Madrid. Any big team, absolutely. Yeah. Barcelona, Barcelona, Real any Madrid, big any big team, yeah. And that's all. That's a compliment, of course. Yeah. And but look, man, I'm gonna keep a real dog. Yeah. Nine points is mucho. <laughs> that's a nine lot. points is like look, 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 look. I know the counter argument, but like, yeah, but so is big. These races of chance are being excessive too. I agree. But I'm just like I'd rather just deduct the amount of same amount of points that you could earn just to like so you're take saying them deduct out three points yeah just just deduct the amount of points you could have earned okay so you because just... taking out nine I'm like damn you're like gonna lose this and then some like geez like what if in those previous two games you were well behaved <laughs> no I'm just saying like no further I just think like nine is a lot a lot yeah. but like because because the, the 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 I feel like going to that approach you're just gonna induce. Reaction. You're gonna do. You're you're just gonna fuel uh, like a, a fire of like kicking back on it, and it just might turn into a snowball. You would not be able to control. So I think if you just kind of go three at least, at least you go like, hey, like during this game, which you probably or could have won three points, you're not gonna win any points because of the misconduct that the the fans were, the way the fans were behaving during the match towards players of different race, different uh, uh, religions, whatever backgrounds. I honestly like. I agree with you 100%. And honestly, when I heard that, I was like, nine points. I was like, that's Damn. because, because dog, that's potentially nine games. Because you get one point for a draw. Yeah, <laughs> so you're talking about, that. like, change. Like, that's nine Some games. teams could even, literally be, like, negative 29. So, so, so even with three points, for me, like, I don't think that's yeah. fair because that's you're also talking about potentially three games. So I think that when a team wins a game, like, I don't think that – because let's say – that that's put in well, place like I just feel like it's not fair because players get injured and like things happen in games or so it's like let's say if it's the last game of the season and um a, a player scores a goal and he like breaks the record for most goals in the season like does the, the, do those goals still count you know what I mean no, but like, the thing is is that you're like the nine point thing you're saying like nine even games, three points the even, nine games things make make sense in a sense if you're breaking it down one one point at a time yeah, but that's potentially could be nine but I games. think in just looking at it in terms of this happened in this match yeah this went down here they the way they behave they don't deserve these three points they got but or, I think could have gotten but I think if, that's messed up but, too though. but I'm, but I'm saying if we were to go this way I think three is the best because at least three it impact if you were to go by the by getting rid of points relax. Who, me? Was, yeah, you. Chill out with a reaction. It's not a reaction show. Okay. <laughs> not a recap show either. No, but if you're going to try to... If you're going to do that scale of what you're going to punish teams for points based upon their behavior, at least do three because at least it's that game is the maximum amount of points you can get. And then you're not going to get that anymore because you're active. But I'm still going to stay steady with what I, we said before. The yeah, transfer, transfer ban yeah, is yeah. the best way. Yeah, for sure. The transfer ban is the best. But I even think that taking deducing points, I think it's not fair because... I think if a team plays and they win or draw, like, they earned it. And, like, players get injured. So, like, I, I don't think it's fair for a player to potentially get injured in a game that didn't count. Or, like, or like the goals you scored. Like, do the goals... Let's like say if you scored a, a hat trick 
in a game where those points, like the points got deduced, like do the goals still count? Like that's that just doesn't really make sense to me. I feel like maybe he wasn't really, he hasn't really thought about it that much, but it just kind of sounds, maybe he's kind of like, this is extreme, so let's like meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And, you know, maybe a player wouldn't be thinking about a transfer ban because like they only equate transfer bans to like financial issues. But like for me, I just honestly like, and not because it's like our idea, but I think that's the best like a transfer ban would be the best way to go about it because it affects the team in a way that <laughs> it affects the team, but it doesn't necessarily affect <laughs> it doesn't necessarily affect the results. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Um, but I can appreciate him actually coming out and saying something concrete, whereas I haven't seen very many players do that. No, and also another props is give let's give him more props because everybody nah. always comes out in the media and especially even former players and they just talk about. What happened? Why it's wrong? Why it's disgusting? I really appreciate that Raheem Raheem <laughs> Sterling gave an an action or a, pro, a way to solve a problem solving. Like yeah. he gave an alternative, something we could do because you can only build on something if people are presenting ideas that we could talk about, discuss, and agree or not. If we just come out and keep saying something's bad, it's disgusting. We're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, we already so know. I, that. I appreciate him doing that. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, I don't think he. Should, it sounds like to me he's a little solo out there. Hope. More people's riding with him, and if I'm if other people aren't, clearly it's not big enough names. I don't want to hear somebody who's playing in the fourth division. I want to hear some big names out there. Yeah. I want you know talking about this if they really truly feel like it is an issue. Yeah, um, there were some other things he said recently too. I just want to read. Um, he t- he's talking about racism in football and stuff like that, and he said um, it's difficult. I wanted to bring light to the situation, uh, not just. I wanted to bring light on not just one situation, but all my past experiences, things I felt, and no speaking to other players, something I felt I needed to say. Um, he said, this is Raheem Sterling, he said, we're trying, not just me, but to make a change that in 10 years' time, younger players won't have to think about a match and dare to be abused because the fans at the stadium will know what the consequences will be. That's the goal for me and every other player I've spoken to, people at the club, and we're trying to, to get something in place so people have to think twice before they say something like that as far as racism. And he also went on to say that uh, people always say about walking off the pit, oh, I'm sorry, walking off the field, he said that's not uh, one I personally agree with. Like, he's not really for the leaving the pitch thing. Um, he said it's football, something you love. The abuse is vile, degrading, but you know what you are. You don't need someone to tell you what you are. Ooh. Maybe he has been listening to it. We made a podcast because that's what I was saying. Our first argument. <laughs> um, but um, he said the best way is to be hard-headed and do it in the right way and try to win the match and stick it to them. Um, but he also went on to say that he doesn't think players should be punished if they leave the pitch either, which I can appreciate that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, like, I'm not supporting it, but don't punish people that decide to do it because we're not all the same. Exactly, yeah, and that's where we, like, came to a common yeah. ground. Um, not everybody's like, not, built the same. Not everybody's going to react the same to certain yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, nine points is a lot. But, like you said, like, I think it's really good that he's trying to bring, like, something concrete and not just yeah. be like, yeah, something's got to be done. Like, it seems like he cares. And, I, and yeah, I haven't seen the other players coming out. No, I, I, like I said, I, I think it's just really important to note that, you know, a lot of times people just see athletes just like these these guys who just want, like, almost like in a sense of in life, one-trick ponies. They just play soccer and they make money and then they're yeah. done. And, like, just when they, whenever it touched on controversial co- topics, they're not very, like, detailed on it they don't really come up with anything just say yeah I like that guy or, or that's well, a bad thing they're probably afraid no they're probably afraid I mean they have their sponsors they have an image they have they have things they can't talk about they have sponsors yeah. which is big time yeah, so, so 
for him to give a, 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 something that he feels would be an appropriate action, I like that because what does it do? It opens a discussion. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear everybody agree that racism is bad. I don't need to hear that. Like that's <laughs> yeah. not what the, the 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 topic is not. Do we think racism is bad? No, no. no. The issue is what should what, be done? what should we do about it? God damn it! Because it's every week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I I don't know if it's every week in England. Well, it's, it's every week at least in a topic. To talk, it's every. It's definitely every week in the top five leagues somewhere. It's probably so. happened every week in games too. Inside, inside the games? Yeah. Come like on, who? Bro. Like who? You know what's happening in the games. In, like in the games? Yeah. Yeah, but that's whatever stuff. though. Oh, oh, I thought you meant yeah. player to player. Just the other way, the last viral video was they showed a, a game between Porto and Benfica and Hulk had the ball. And Benfica fans, Hulk, Hulk from back in its older video. Oh, okay. I thought you said Hulk, from, Hulk, Hulk, you know, now is in China, one of my favorite players. Oh, so what, like 15 years ago. Okay, go ahead. Uh, six. Uh, <laughs> had the ball. And the Benfica fans were making monkey sounds, chanting really loud. And he shot a 30-yard goal and scored it. And then he, like, did it back to them. Like, like, like it's something that's been like happening, a, and it's always happening. They sound like a made-up story. I don't know. I never heard about this. I'll show you the video. Okay, show me later, because I don't know about this story. Um, but then why are you still a Benfica fan then? I'm not a Benfica fan. Oh, who are you now? I'm a Porto Manessi fan. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, you want to tell me what I'm a fan of? Yeah, but anyway. I'm a Madeira fan. Okay. Uh, Fung Chao. Yeah, Fung Chao. But, but yeah, I, I do think it's good that Raheem Sterling's coming out. And um, yeah, you don't see players really coming with concrete things. And, you know, transfer ban is the best idea. That is the thing that, like... You know the team, because I think the onus is on the team. This is the fans in your stadium. The team is going to make sure nobody says anything. And if they start to hear it, like let's say like in the stadium, like the the chance or whatever starts to happen, like the team is going to make sure like the owner is going to be like, stop the match, get those people out of here because we need to sell um, uh, uh, Mario Goodson next season. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we need to get him out of here next season. So make sure they don't be saying nothing crazy in these stands. Um, but yeah, that's Raheem Sterling on racism. It was a great episode, y'all. We made a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate Raheem Sterling right now. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it a little bit uh, more Raheem right now because today, Wednesday, uh, April 24th, you'll be hearing this April 25th, if not later, there was the Manchester Derby at... Uh, Old Trafford, Caesar's favorite team, Manchester United, was facing Manchester City. On NBCSports.com slash streaming. That was great. Was this an illegal site you're promoting on this? No, it was NBCSports.com slash streaming. Okay, I just don't make sure you want to promoting illegal uh, streams. I'm not promoting it. I'm encouraging it. Okay, I'm because it's legal, right? Yes. It's not legal to watch. To, it's not legal to stream, but it's legal to watch streams. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at I this. definitely looked into it. I want to see if I'm going to do some time because you boys walling out back in the day. Look at Julian Assange over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Snowden. Um, okay, wow, so, Snowden too? So I was really like excited for this game, actually, because um, it has a lot of implications. City's chasing the title, yeah. and uh, Man U is chasing top four, which yeah. I, I would... Huh. It was between Liverpool and Man City, right? Right now? In the yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, Manchester United is chasing top four, yeah. even though I do think they're going to finish sixth. And I've said that a long time ago. Um, so anyway, Manchester United was starting Jesse Lingard and Rashford up top. Um, Lukaku was on the bench. Uh, on the bench, uh, City was starting some dude named Zachinko. Have you ever seen him play? Is he like the, like the white guy? Kid? Yeah, I don't know if he's Russian. I've seen him before. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. He was no, he's, he's, I think he's from Ukraine. Okay, he's starting him at left back. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen him before. 
He's played everything. I remember he used to be like a midfielder. He was kind of in the midfield a little bit, too. Clap him down. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, in the beginning of the game, like I put that Rashford should be able to get something off Vincent Company. Vincent Company was looking kind of slow back there. Um, in the fourth minute, Vincent Company should have definitely gotten a red card on Rashford. Yeah, I saw he, that. I was like, yo, I was like, who are you, Rory Williams? What are you doing, man? <laughs> it's a red card, bro. Who are you, man? That ref today was lazy, he was, bro. He was, first of all, not only did he take eight years to get to the play. He's when lazy. He, gets it, he was like, he was so lazy. I'm like, like dog, like, I feel like you just don't want to call some of these fouls just because you don't yeah, feel like it. Yeah. He, he didn't want to turn up a little bit. You know, I was like, I was like, company had like three yellow cards this game. Oh, yeah. Like three of them. Yeah. Um, but it, ultimately, I think he had a good game. He did make some No, I, I, I think it's too, but I think primarily it's just what company statues. He's older, so, you know, he yeah, can't. He's like, he's doing so he has sure. to just kind of get, get wild. Yeah. Um, I've also put, I want to see Jesse Lingard perform because was it Holly that said that's her favorite player? Yes, it's always yeah. Because somebody said, like, Jesse Jeff said yeah. and then you looked up how old Jesse Lingard is. I was so shocked he was twenty six. I was like, "What the hell? He's twenty six? But yeah, she said that she said that Jesse Lingard is her favorite player. I was kind of shocked. I was like, "What the hell? Like I've never seen a stat for forever." Um, and uh, I think what's his name? Uh, Jeff said Marcus Rashford is his player, favorite player. I'm like, yeah. that makes a little he more like sense. Rashy. Yeah. Tenth minute, Vince Company had a yellow. Twelfth minute, Kyle, Kyle Walker passed a ball out of bounds. I was like, "No, you need to do less squats, dude." Like he like he like passed this ball kind of across the field, just shot out of bounds. Like you need to stop squatting so much. Dog. <laughs> he, he's he looks like though. a strong guy. Yeah, you know? he relaxed a little bit. Man. Yeah, just like run some miles, dog. Like you got to get some weight. <laughs> You're doing too many squats and deadlifts, dog. <laughs> Power um, cleans. Fifteenth minute, I put that man. You was playing decent, and I could see the game going zero zero. Um, 19th minute, Ederson had a really good save. Ederson is a really good goalie. I, yeah. I want to say on the low, but what? I guess he's playing at City, so everybody I, knows he's good. I think, yeah, it is, I guess not on the low, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he, I, what I like about him, he has good hands, good feet, too. He's very calm, too. Yeah. He doesn't he panic. Se- he, seems, he seems very laid back. Yeah, he doesn't Like, panic. it's not, like, over too much for him. No, not at all. Um, he doesn't have, like, that, like, oh, my God, like, he's 6'5 metric. He's just, like... He's like six which two, I, which, which, which I, I think it's better. To me, honestly. that means to me that, that if he makes him like more agile, more athletic, probably, and I think yeah. that like he has to make up for that like a lot of stuff that like tall people have. Like they have like like a taller goalie sometimes they're like not as like mobile because like they're they think yeah. like they're so long they feel like they don't have to. He's able to get in those spots. You well, know what I mean? think also too is gonna if you're really tall, it's gonna be a little bit harder to get low yeah. too. Yeah, um, he's like a perfect height for goalie. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, after that, I put that Zinchenko. I put that uh, Zinchenko is real silky on the ball. He is. That's, he's kind of nice. Mid. He's kind of nice on the left. Uh, he, and he was a left back, right? Yeah, he, left back. But he was like getting in the midfield, kind of crazy. It was yeah. some pep tactic. Um, <laughs> they said a stat in this game. They said Jesse Lingard hasn't scored since December. I was like, Jeez, yo, dog. hey, relax. So Holly might be get mad at you. I know. I'm like, come here, guy. Um, I got more about him later. 25th minute, Pereira got a yellow. 27th, okay, whatever. I'm not going to do the yellows. Um, no, please don't. I, I put after that that City didn't look like that dynamic. Um, in the in the first half, I want to say, like, they, they didn't really look, like, super oh, well, dynamic. And the first half was super boring. It was very, it was very boring first half. I think that, like, it was kind of weird. Um, I don't know about, they, maybe, yeah, they weren't that dynamic, but I did see, like, two or three spurts. Yeah, for sure. Like, like for example, Aguero, like, Aguero is just, like, obviously, as usual, just looks so good in the ball. And it looks like, to me, like, it, it's almost, like, a little bit like how Ajax is up top. Like, they have, like, a bunch of these guys that are not, no one's, like, a true nine-ish. Like, everybody's kind of just mo- moving around a lot. And I think the big issue with that is when there's a lot of just kind of midfielders kind of doing things. I'm not trying to say Aguero's a midfielder, but the way, like, out there, like, on the field, the way they're playing up there, it's like... Either if someone's not open, there's no one that's just gonna like 
trigger and shoot it. So it gets kind of like lulled and that's, like, that's, they they get confused in their own scheme almost. Th- that's always been my issue with City for the past couple of years. Yeah. Like you need somebody to shoot that ball from outside the box, like but, a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. And then, but what well, I can appreciate, especially I mean, it's been shown by his goal scoring form. I've seen Raheem and like, Raheem does, Aguero yeah. like really kind of letting that ball go. Yeah, but like, but like, you're saying like just a guy more. Can just grab it, just let it yeah, go. Like yeah, like sometimes it's too much passing yeah. in the box. It is, it is. Or close to the box. I'm like, don't just just let it. Try to make the perfect thing happen. Yeah, exactly. Go and and. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I don't blame the players for that. I, like, that's and I'm not and nobody's to blame for that necessarily. That's Pep's tactics, and he's kind of coaching them that way. You kind of just—it's almost like you just can't have anything perfect, you know? Like, yeah, just, everything's have a drawback. And, and, and that's Pep is coaching them that way. Yeah. And I remember in the World Cup, I felt like Raheem Sterling was playing that way with the other England players, and that's what they were kind of saying, like, oh, like something's wrong with his form. He's not scoring, whatever. But I'm like, he's playing how he plays with City, but those guys don't play like that. Just so, like so, just like is in Brazil. Mm, I think, think the so? same thing. I think the same thing too. Okay. I, I always felt it's weird for those players adjusting when they come back to the national team. From Pep, yeah, that's because a Pep's long style time. Is, a lot of games, well, well, a long and, and Pep's Pep's tactics are way different than yeah. most other tactics. And, and like, like when you when you like like when the the Gabriel that was like before he really got in Man City, like he was almost like a totally different player, mm. and he was very north south, gotcha. and like very going. To, he scored a lot, and mm. maybe the competition was a little different, but he wasn't even scoring in big games too, like in, in big friendlies. As soon as we got to like a year full and, and more time with Man City, you can see his like style kind of change. But that's not really conducive to Brazil style, and I don't think it is and either most, for England most, with Raheem either. Yeah, most most teams, like a national team, don't really play like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, Chile especially when you have like a week and a half to prepare. Yeah. Like, except Jesus, for, except for Chile, them two Copa Americas, they were playing like that. Yeah, um, they were ridiculous. Caesar did say big friendlies right now. Um, so in the second half in the fifties, <laughs> League of Nations. I'm sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. 50th minute, Fernandinho went down hurt and Sade came in for him. 54th minute, we had that goal from Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva's been balling. Um, He's so good. It was a nice goal. It was like right on top of Luke Shaw's face. I'm like, dog, like Luke Shaw was like right there and like Bernardo Silva somehow got that goal in there. That goal is literally like, like, it's like, it's just an extension of his leg moving. Like, it Basically, wasn't even it was, crazy. Yeah. It was just like, I'm just going to do it. And honestly, uh, De Gea sh- definitely should have saved okay. that. Huh. I, I kind of agree with that. But the thing is, like, when you watched it live, like, you didn't really see a necessary indication that was going to be the shot he's going to take. Because usually when someone cuts in, they kind of have that little buildup. It's like he just cut in and just shot the ball. Like, it was like, no, not even like a, a not, not even like a stutter step or anything. It just like, he cut and shot it. And, yeah, they could have got him near side. I think he, he was he was falling he, a little isn't bit. Isn't he supposed to be chilling. good? Isn't he supposed to be you're good? Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, honestly, yeah. yeah. And, and, well, I don't even know where I came from. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm sick. Um, oh, 56th minute. It was a great shot by Cunaguero. Went off the post. Um, 62nd minute. Bernardo Silva gave up a foul on Paul Pogba, really close to the box. And I was honestly thinking Paul Pogba might score that. He definitely skied it. Um, Paul Pope was just looking like unmotivated. I don't think he wants he, to be there he's, anymore. He's, he's probably already halfway out the door. Um, basically, yeah. 66th minute. Real <laughs> <I'm> Madrid. <laughs> yeah, see? Well, that's what Boba Vera said. 66th minute, uh, Leroy Sané, great shot. Oh, man, it was a beautiful um, counterattack. Raheem Sterling was coming down on a counter after Fred, your Brazilian homie, gave the ball away, I want to say, for like the 100th time yeah, in probably. the game. Yeah. I want to say that was like a 99, 100th time he gave the ball away. Give or take. Give or yeah. take, though. He gives the ball away. Raheem Sterling comes down, <laughs> finds Leroy Sané on the left. 
Leroy Sonny uh, boosts that ball and it literally goes off of De Gea's foot into the goal. When I saw that, I was like, wow, of course you didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, is De Gea supposed to be good anymore? I've seen him make the craziest well, mistakes. Yeah, when, when, when I saw that ball go in, I'm like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, honestly, I think um, the dude from Arsenal, Jer- uh, Jared Leto is better than him or something like that. Something Leto. Oh, Leto. The, 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 the dude from dude. Arsenal. And, yeah. and, I, and who's definitely better than him? My boy Neto from Valencia. It really sucks there's so many good Brazilian goalies right now. Dog. Yeah, they can't get You no got time. Allison and Ederson, dog. That's Allison's not fair. a baller, too. And, and Ederson, like, damn, Neto is like, so good. I, I, I really get mad when I see Ederson called up. I'm like, you're not even going to start. It yeah. sucks because, like... I, I want to see you play, but Allison's going to get all of them minutes. And, he's, not, and it's like Allison's a young look. you got to wait till he, like, f- crashes and burns before you get his spot Ederson, over him. All of them, Ederson and Neto are all, like, hoping the other guy gets hurt. Neto's like, really good. Net, Neto's honestly, really see, good. I, I've never seen somebody He gets catch, cold up, too. They just yeah. be chilling, hanging out. <laughs> i I never seen somebody catch the ball more than Neto. I'm like, this dude be catching the ball all he the time. He don't, like, say, he's like... <laughs> yeah, he's like, boom. I'm like, dang, dog. Like, it's like FIFA when they be catching the ball. You're so mad about it. Um, but, yeah. De Gea actually kicked the ball in the goal. Um, 69th minute could have been. De Gea actually kicked the ball. In the he goal. did. Um, 69th minute could have been a red card on uh, David Silva. He definitely kicked Pareda in the Heavy chest. Duty. I was like, but he didn't even. Get, it was a he foul. Did, he did it, was, it for the culture. Yeah, they were kind of beefing back and forth the whole game. A little bit. Did, uh, did you see the Ashley Young cor- uh, cross? Oh, the one that went. Oh Sweet my Jesus! He had a couple of those. I was like, hey man, are you tired? <laughs> I was like, the Marvin, the Marvin Harrison of football, oh, Ashley Young. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said <laughs> Marvin, Ashley Young is the, the Marvin, Marvin Harrison, Harrison of football. Absolutely. Um, 72nd minute, Lukaku came off for Pareda. Yeah. So from the 72nd minute to the 82nd minute, I put that, man, you look deflated. They're not it was just trying. so bad. 83rd minute, Marshall and Alexi Sanchez came off for Lingard and Darmian. Jesse Lingard did nothing the whole game. He was literally anonymous the whole game. Whatever, I'm, I'm gonna leave him alone. Relax. Um, like late in the game, uh, City was keeping the ball for so long. It looked like Did Manu you was that? down. It was it was downright disrespectful. It looked like Manu was down two men. I was like, did they get two red cards in this team? Because I'm like, they can't even get to the ball. It's crazy at because Manu, when they when the when Man City is the ball, one man chases ball and nobody rotates. Man City's passing the ball around. They pass. After the pass is released, people are always watching the guy who gets it. What's important to watch is after the pass is released, watch what the guy who passes it does. He moves too. Yeah. They're all moving so much. There's, there's three they people. were literally they were literally in the back line that the Zivchenko dude was passing it three times, like back and forth with with like uh with the uh, Oh company. that one time it was yeah. like the, I was like, Oh my god. I think it was actually Kunaguero that came yeah. down there and just like passed or like, Silva. It was like back and forth like four I was times. Like, Damn dog. It's I like, would just keep I was, doing I was it. like, are they scrimmaging against the United? 18s. It was crazy. I'm like, yo, like, how embarrassing is that? But Man U has sucked for a few years now. Honestly, they've been really bad. They haven't played good football. The only time, time I seen Man U play good football this season was the first game of the year against Leicester. Oh, they were lit. That was the first. That's the only time I seen them play really good football. And then I, actually, no, I'm gonna give you right. Also, I remember the first game when they played against was it Wolves? I'm not sure. Uh, with, with Zlatan, it looked really good that game, too. Well, no, I'm talking Zlatan, about this season. Oh, I meant, like, last year. Oh, last year. Okay, yeah, I can't remember last year. And sparingly, like, they looked great. And they looked all right during the Europa League, too. That was the... The year they won? Yeah, that's like four years ago. Four years ago? <laughs> I'm joking. Um, Sorry, my feet are cold. The, <laughs> the fans started whistling uh, Man U towards the end of the game. Um, they did... did, did oh, Caesar's really tripping right now. 
the fans are whistling the their own players. We'll see like what happens with that. Um, I know these guys in the media are gonna be like, "Oh man, you." I'm like, "Dog, just give it up, man. You sucks for the past like." Ever since I've been watching the sport, they've been bad. Like, so, Marine, they're so bad that Mourinho said it was a great accomplishment. They got second last year. That's how bad they are. <laughs> Talk about shooting for the stars. The, and and they've been bad when it counts in the league. That was dope. They beat PSG, but like, yeah, it was. but they but people want the the men. You want to see them compete in the league. England fans care about EPL. Yeah, they want to see them compete in the league, and they're out of contention right now. So anyway, the game ended two zero to City. Um, right now, like all the team, all the teams basically are on thirty five games. We got three games left in the season. So right now, the points are cities on top of the league at 89. Liverpool second at 88. Isn't that crazy? 88, 89 points. Yeah. Uh, Spurs is third at 70. <laughs> Chelsea's uh, fourth at 67. Arsenal Arsenal lost today. 70 is third place. Yeah. Second place is 88. Yeah. Um, Arsenal lost today 3-1 to Wolverhampton. They did. Um, so shout, the- shout, out, shout out my favorite team in England, Wolves. Okay. What? Uh, okay. Uh, Arsenal's uh, fifth right now at 66, and Man U's Sixth right now is sixty four. So I did predict um, Arsenal to finish third. I don't think that's going to happen, <laughs> but it could though. They're only four points behind Spurs. Um, okay, so wh- how do you think it's going to end up? Who do you think is going to win the league? Man, uh, Man City. You think City's going to win it too? Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I mean, they they played for seventy minutes today, and then they had thirty minutes of rest, of, uh, twenty minutes of practice. Facts. Like, um, dang, Liverpool. No, I, I, you know what. Can you look up uh, who Liverpool's playing? Who Liverpool and City's are both playing? Okay. Um, okay, but wait, actually. Who do you think... Okay, so... They're playing... So, sorry, go ahead. Go, go, go. They're playing Huddersfield. Okay, that's a dub. Uh-huh. Okay, Caesars Watch is trying to join the podcast. <laughs> um, Newcastle. Newcastle, and then who else? Did you click it? Uh, um, Newcastle and Wolves. Mm, that Wolves one might be tough. Caesar, can you turn your phone off? I mean, your watch? Um, okay, so Caesar, how, who, how do you think it's going to end up? So you say City, then Liverpool, then how, then who? Well, the writing's terrible. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to, I think it's just going to be, I think it'd be City, Liverpool, um, Arsenal, mm, think Arsenal, Arsenal Spurs, Man U, Chelsea. You think Chelsea's going to finish six over Man yeah, U? Yeah. Okay, you know what? I think Chelsea's done for. Chelsea's playing. I think it's a free fall. Chelsea's playing Man U next game, I think. Yeah, I think Man U's going to so, so, so whoever wins that game, I think. But Dan, what if it's a draw though? <laughs> I think I think it's a free fall for Man, Man Chelsea. But it, yeah, they go, I think they're going to fall six. To be honest with you, you think so? Yeah. Okay, I think it's going to be some six. some in the air. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and stick with City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, Menu. I think Chelsea's going to end up in Europe. You think Arsenal will finish sixth? No, I think Arsenal will finish third. Oh, and then Spurs. Wow. And then Spurs. Spurs Talk about first. love right there. They're losing three one. Damn. Whatever, every team loses. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can't contest that point. Yeah, exactly. Except okay. Man City. <laughs> and PSG that one year. And Liverpool. They're thugging too. Um, okay, Caesar. So, also, bring up Raheem Sterling. we got to make this episode go fast because Caesar's struggling over here. I'm, I'm good. No, Caesar's struggling. Um, the, I read... It's been a long day, dog. I mean, it is. You know it's a saying. celebration. It is. I show it. Look, look at this right now. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Um, okay, Caesar. Um, yeah. I read some stuff that's saying that tomorrow, Thursday, uh, Virgil Van Dyke is going to be announced as Player of the Year, PFA Player of the Year. Um, but basically, they're saying it's between him and Raheem Sterling 
Who do you think should get... I mean, it, those are the, the two in contention, basically. Who do you think should get player of the year between Virgil Van Dyke and Raheem Sterling? I am absolutely for uh, Van Dyke because... Mm. Look at Caesar. No, I like Steam. I like Sterling a lot, but just looking at it in the aspect of what do each player have around them in those sides of the field? What the hell is around Liverpool's defensive line with Van Dyke? Some people. There's some people They're back good there. Dog. No, nah, there's some people. They got Andy that, They got Trent and... Arnold, Alexander the third, fifth, uh, twice yeah. removed, and then they have the other guy who I never know. Is they make Robin or something? Make Robin or whatever. You're annoying. Man City has players like Kun Aguero. Bernardo, David Silva. There's a bunch of ballers up to the top. Not Danilo. That, but, but does the, <laughs> I mean, it does make it more impressive that he stands out among those. But the same fact to me, I'm like, I think it's really more impressive that what Van Dyke has done, he's doing back there. I think, let's keep it real, attackers get a ton of love a lot on the regular, especially the, the wingers. To see like a center back kind of doing his thing, I think he really deserves that. Like, you think he's, so? He, he's a baller, and I don't know how many how often in life he's going to get that, 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 that credit for it. And if this is an opportunity, please give it to him. Liverpool has has the most clean sheets this season with 19. Um, and I don't credit goalies for that. I credit the defenders for Me that. Me too. Um, and I think it's annoying when they put the goalie as getting clean sheets. I'm like, dog, like... Well, actually, <laughs> I'm going to give it they do They do have stats for defenders having clean sheets too. Well, but they TV, put the though. but they put the goalie though they put I mean that's true but they put yeah. the goalie I'm like dog that's defenders yeah because when, when they do listen to they'll say like oh this the, he was he part of this many green sheets you talking about FIFA um okay so, I thought you right now <laughs> okay um Raheem Sterling has 17 goals right now 10 assists oh actually no he got an assist today so I think 11 assists so Jesus 17 goals 10 11 assists in um, EPL in EPL yeah so we're talking about EPL uh, player of the year okay man um you can change I'm your... changing I'm playing <laughs> No, um, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with it. I'll say this: I never seen when I watched Liverpool play Manchester United. I never seen a center back thug out a center forward like Virgil Van Dyke thugged out Romelu Lukaku. Yeah. Like I never seen something like that where like Lukaku, like he, like Virgil Van Dyke was like just all over him like Lukaku could like barely ever get the ball he didn't win one header off rough. of him like Virgil van Dijk was all over him all game and like and you know it's funny because like I don't even think I was trying to notice that because usually like there's some things you're like looking for it and then you notice it but like yeah. sometimes like a player or some especially like a midfielder like somebody or a standout you're like oh damn who's that yeah no like I I don't think I was necessarily looking at that battle but I could have been um and Virgil van Dijk like Whereas people think Lukaku is like one of the better center forwards, he's a true center forward, and people think he's one of the better center forwards in EPL when he's performing. Um, when he's on his game, yeah, yeah, and like Virgil van Dijk just made mincemeat out of this guy. He didn't make it like it was his first year at Anderlecht. Oh God, I mean, maybe he was better back then. Um, <laughs> but that Everton year, he was a baller. Yeah, whatever. Um, but I do not. I would give it to Raheem Sterling over Virgil van Dijk because just like the argument over um, Modric winning Ballon d'Or, I think you got to give the those... Okay, now I'm going to say something after... But you're I, saying this I'm, now. I'm, I'm say, you're I'm, saying this now, though. I'm going to say this after... I'm going to say something after I say this, too, though. I don't... I think you got to give the award to, like, who influences the game the most. And I think, it, like, if you have goals and assists, I think you influence the game more than a defender. That's my opinion. Well, yeah, we've but, talked about it. Because because, because goals win, win the games. games. Yeah, that's fair. You know? And, and, and the best thing a clean sheet can get you is a draw. Exactly. Which is fair. But uh, also... I, yeah, go ahead. Well, also, okay. go ahead. No, okay. Go ahead. I was, also... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was gonna say too that I just don't think it's fair to give in a in a in a sport like this to give like a player of the year to one person. I don't think that's fair because everybody yeah, every it's too big of a feeling it, game. It, yeah, it's, it's, too too big. it's too big. It's too big. And and every it's not like five v five. And it's and everybody has to interact. Yeah. Like every person matters while the ball's in yeah. in play. Like the movement of this is this is why it's like really hard when you're watching on TV to be like rating. Let's say like when I would do the tracker for Condobia, it wasn't that difficult. He's a midfielder. He's always in the camera. But when it's a center forward, it's hard to say. Like you don't know. You can't see his movement all the time. So like it's saying that to say that every single movement that the player is doing counts so much. I think you can only do like defender, midfielder, forward. Like they all got to get the same. Like, like the best forward of those season, the best midfielder, the best defender. And then the best goalie. Like, you got to have four awards. You can't give, like, the MVP award. Like, you can't do that. Yeah, I don't think it's fair in that sport. It's not fair. Because especially, like, when you have a sport. Like, for example, in basketball, you can do it because. Yeah, it's easy. Because in basketball, basketball, you are able to be an offensive player and a defensive player. You affect both sides of the court. And And it's small. In soccer, although there's moments, but you're often restricted to your role, which is the center back or a striker. And and, and then I've seen Raheem Sterling make amazing defensive plays. Yeah. But that doesn't count for him. No, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't count for William. It doesn't count for Cavani. It doesn't count for any no, of these players it to do that. No, it doesn't count. So, like, no. it's like, I'm like, it's not fair because somebody's got to lose this award. Who it should, instead of just it. overall, it should be, like, PFA Offensive Player of the Award or PFA Defensive Player. Something like that. Or, or, at, at least that. At least you're already at least you're already bridging a gap but, towards but, that. But even with soccer, like, yeah. when the center back makes a pass forward, that's offense. Yeah, but the thing, you is, know what I'm saying? the thing is, I think when we get to the point where we're talking about things that people aren't doing statistically, that's why you have... Best 11s, you know, like that. Yeah. Like, oh, because, like, you're not going to have to give an award for every single person. You forgot his stuff, stat sheets. So if you don't, you have the best 11. All these guys been been great in the midfield or whatever. And he yeah. may not have the numbers for it, but he's been yeah. pivotal, like, yeah, you exactly. know? So that's why I can I appreciate about the best 11 stuff, even yeah. though they do do a terrible job at it. Sometimes, every year. sometimes they do. But yeah, I, I think that if you're going to give, like, a prestigious award, like, you can't give it to one player. Yeah. Like, you got to do. And overall, it's, t- it's tough to do. It's tough it's because like, it's not fair. I mean, let's keep it real. You're gonna have to give it to a striker or a ringer or a scorer because, like, they are pretty much the reason, probably why you're on top. Yeah, and also, I don't think you can give this award before the season's over. Yeah, and also, like, <laughs> okay, you picked Raheem Sterling, but I'm saying, like, what if like Raheem Sterling doesn't do nothing the next three games? They fall out of first, and Van Dyke is a part of like all these clean sheets, and yeah. they went to zero, and then like let's say they went to zero every match, but then they get ze- they give up zero goals. Kind of like he deserves it because like yeah. they, he but, was but part what of if, the stretch. But what if he gives up a bunch of penalties in between that? Then give it to damn Sterling. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't, give I don't, it I don't, I don't like. I hate pre nah, stuff. Dude. I don't even like that NBA does uh, NBA MVPs for for early. But then they had to finally made a disclaimer that's based upon regular season performance. Okay, good. Yeah, that's yeah. a disclaimer. You used to, they used to not say it. No, I'm they like, didn't. I'm yeah. like, why are we announcing the second <laughs> round yeah. that Steve Nash when he's not even going to make it to the finals? Yeah, yeah. But you're going to give it to somebody. The Sonics have the best record, but then they're going to go out the first round of the Nuggets. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think they should do it before the end of the season. Yeah. Doesn't um, the NFL do it after? I don't I th- know. I feel like they do it after. I, I can't say. The Heisman is after. Yeah, well, the, fair. Right? I mean, yeah. That, that, no? That, yeah, it is after. It is after. It is after. Okay. Because okay. they do like the whole like award ceremony all that, right? I can't really remember, honestly. No. I don't know. But like, yeah, I Fake. just feel like you gotta do it at the end of the season. Cardio like, tweet doesn't tell us. <laughs> yeah, probably. And you gotta do it so like it's fair. A defender, a midfielder, and a and a forward. Like, 
let's just do it like that instead of saying yeah. like or, this or, or if you're gonna do PFA like an award yeah. I either just want it for offensive production or defensive like that's all I care I don't think that's because that, that what's midfield sense. what's midfield because you, you have a midfield sometimes it's a CDM you have a midfield sometimes it's a cam so are you, are they on what side are they on no but Caesar how are you gonna make Caesar every player is playing offense on the game like when the defender yeah. passes the ball he's playing offense yeah what do you mean? Eh. Okay, whatever. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about either. <laughs> well, man, we can just fight it out and whoever wins. All right, put on, it's your camera, though. Of course. World Star. <laughs> you still owe me a three-point contest. Caesar, I'm just letting you know right now, <laughs> when we do this three-point contest, I'm going to make every shot. And if you and know, I'll, what's going to happen? And I'll what's going to happen? And, and to show you how about it and real I am, I'll go first. Yeah, go first so everybody can see your, your your line drive jump shot. Caesar would never go first. He'll he'll never go first. Did, see this line right here? That's the arc of Bam's jump shot. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Stop. I'll wet it too so you can feel all uncomfortable. Like, whoa, what about you're gonna I'm gonna make it you're gonna be like, this is world, so we're gonna be serious about this now. Caesar, <laughs> that's cute, but you got the brokest jumper ever. I've never yeah. seen somebody clang off the front of the rim more than you. That's not true. Okay, whatever. You're the king of that. Are you kidding me? Your ball is impossible to rebound. <laughs> To show him being your face is such a bad shot. I'm gonna make all 10 shots. Okay, that's and cool. Let's move be... on to the show. We already lost everybody from the blank country that's listening. <laughs> anyway, um, another some more dope news. Um, first time ever, there's gonna be a female ref in uh, Ligue 1. Hey, top flight of France. Um, this Sunday, she will be the uh, referee for Amiens versus Strasbourg. Hey. From Strasbourg from Germany. Yeah. My favorite German um, team. She's they be... can do it, Barcelona can do it. <laughs> they started with more than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also, she's also going to be uh, refereeing the Women's World Cup in France. Um, at some point, we're going to do, like, towards the end of the season, before these uh, tournaments start, we'll do some preview for the um, international tournaments this summer. Let's get it. Except for the Gold Cup. Um, <laughs> That's a thing still? Yeah, I think they're doing the Gold Cup this summer, too, right? Why? They're doing Copa America, Women's World there's Cup. Fa- there's Af- four Con. tournaments this time we're talking yeah. about on the show. Yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ. Um, but all, yeah, all going to be on paywalls. Probably. Um, I think BN has one of them. Like, uh, BN has AFCON. Okay, who has Copa America this year? Is it Fox still? Or, I hope so. They better. ESPN Plus? I, but when I looked before, they didn't say who had it. Oh, well, probably yeah. not negotiated yet. Yeah, maybe not. Um, but yeah, she's been... Uh, her name is... Let me say her name. Jeez. Uh, Stephanie Frappard. I don't know if that's how you say it. It's, it's like Frappert, but it's probably Frappard or something like that. Um, she's been coaching in League Duh since 2014. Coaching? I'm sorry. Refereeing in League Duh since, um, 2014. Dominoes. And, um, yeah, she's been doing her thing and she's going to be refereeing in the top flight this, uh, this Sunday. Awesome. There you go. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, I remember Bundesliga. We talked about that uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. I remember we talked about that as well. Um, so, so as, at this point, um, in the top tier of England, Spain, and Italy, there's, there's never been a woman referee. Hopefully they'll catch up to this soon. Yeah. I feel bad for the one in Italy, um, but um, yeah, for real. Whatever, maybe it won't be that bad. Um, yeah, uh, I'm down. She's probably 800 times better than that terrible American ref, Matt Geiger, or whatever. Oh yeah, he, was, he, oh, like, he finally retired. He's the worst oh, he ref in my life. Yeah, he he's retired. young though. Yeah, well, he was bad. He was terrible. He had them. They had a ref in the World Cup. I'm like, too. this is. I'm like, this American. I was like, that's funny, right? Like he retired. He's so bad. But you know what they didn't bring to the World Cup? <clears throat> They had like a, a Middle Eastern American ref. He didn't get called up to the World Cup. Jair Marufo, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, remember the only reason I liked him was he's like he was like when a player kind of scored up on him, he'd be right there. I'm like, well, he's yeah. buff, dude. 
Ma'arufa. I'm glad you know his name. Yeah, Jerry Ma'arufa. Uh, I thought it was an Arab guy right there. He's probably Brazilian. Um, your president's name is Jair. Mine? Yes. My president is Trump. My president is black. <laughs> no more. I was blue. Yeah. Um, okay, Caesar, dance with you. A short episode. Uh, Caesar, it? let's talk about Dame Lillard. This one's going to be 30 minutes right now. Let's go. 30 minute Is segment. It? Yeah, let's go. Okay. okay. I'm about to spit off about PDX. Go ahead. Okay, let's talk about game. Uh, Dame, Dame Lillard's a game winner. I got some things to say about that game winner. Okay, let's life. trace this back to 2003. 2003, Damn. Portland had one of the dopest teams of all time. Okay, Cliff Robinson, who else? Rasheed Wallace. They had uh, da- 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 Damian Stoudemire. What? Oh, Damian Stoudemire. Was, 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 was Stacey Ogman there at that time or no? S- he might have been. Okay. Stacey Ogman used to rock that three in the jersey, right? Or the nine? Two. Two, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Stacey Augman. <laughs> um, yeah, one of my favorite teams of all time, and a very young and spry seventeen-year-old Jermaine uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's all. I, and 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 a Sabonis. Sabonis was a baller. Remember Sabonis, the center? He used to shoot threes. He was like seven-one. He was a baller. Okay, that's all I had to say about that. Um, Damian Lillard. I think we talked about him a long time ago on the podcast. Did we? In the very beginning, we talked about because. I don't know if we talked on podcast. Now we, he was the one that mentioned about the story of uh, Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale Station. Yeah. His, his brother was like Oscar best Grant. friends with Oscar. Uh, Oscar and um, uh, he had a crazy store coming out of Weber State and then uh, like make it to the where he is now in NBA is really impressive. What else you got to say? Oh, you want? You want to I ask? mean, you said you had bars about it. I already dropped my bars. I'm oh, done okay. now. Okay. Uh, did you see the game? Yeah. Shot? Did you see the clip? Yeah, did you I actually did. watch it? Yeah, I did. Like that that far ass three point shot, and then the wave goodbye yeah. is the best. Like I love that. Thank you. Now I'm gl- I'm glad that you said that because when I saw him wilding out over the time, I'm like dog. Like you're really doing all that for a first round uh, uh, series. Well, and then, and there you was a already, reason for it. I know though. that him and uh, what's his name? Because we're gonna be talking. I know. I know him and uh, Russell Westbrook <laughs> got their beef. But I'm like, dog, like, act like you've been there. It's a first round a series, and y'all are already up 3-1. Like, what are you going to lose this series? Like, duh, of course you're going to win. I think the white goodbye wasn't necessarily because they beat They were them. celebrating too hard, dog. It's like, relax, you Yeah, know? but Portland turns up. They got nothing else going yeah, on Yeah, but there. relax, There's a bunch of coffee and hipsters. Like, what are, like, what are you what are you doing for the for the first round? Or are you doing it for, to at least uh, get to the also finals? Also, Portland, shout out the homie Stodium out there. Muniba here in Portland. What's up, Muniba? What's up, dog? That's the homie right there. Made our first logo for We Made It. He did make the first logo. Uh, shout out Stodium. Um, I agree, but I think it's, it was more towards Russell Westbrook who... Let's talk about the next point. Let's talk about this next point. There's no next point, How, go ahead. It, we don't follow no damn script. How good is Russell Westbrook? At what? Basketball. How good he's a very good basketball mm-hmm. player. Undeniably Agreed. very amazing basketball player, but how good is he? Is he a like winner? A, is is him breaking the record of, of triple doubles no, ever that's, in history? That, no, I know, you. I know, but I'm saying for me, do, that's do just those whatever. stats like are those really translating wins wise? Obviously not. No, I mean he, that he, one year we had like 14. They like didn't even make the playoffs, or we're like we're like eighth seed or something. I'm, I think. I'm eight how old is he? 32. Whoa, I don't think he's 32. Dog. How old is he? I don't think he's 32. He came out. He came, I think he he came in after Durant. I don't know what he's doing. 32. I don't know. Damn, I hope he's 32. It'd be cool. <laughs> Caesar don't know how to find information on the internet. You're you weird. need to leave me alone and keep talking to the mic. Does he get, did he get the streets recipe? He's 30. He's 30, okay. He's so he's turning, he's, turning 30, he's turning 31 this year. Mm-hmm. Damn, he's 30? 
Is he a certified loser or what? Uh, certified loser is a tough word, but I'm kind of down. Caesar Carmelo Anthony is a certified whoa, loser. Well, no, he's not. Um, Why not? I don't believe he's retired, ain't he? No, he's not. Is Charles Barkley a certified loser? Hell yeah. Okay, then what's the difference with Carmelo Anthony? Mm-hmm. If you're a good player, I don't know. For me, it's like if you're well, the. What's your definition of certified loser? That you went your whole career and like that's you not didn't fair. get close. Like because you didn't even get close. Charles Barkley got close. He got to the finals. Yeah, I remember watching that finals. Uh, Suns. I, I forgot who they were playing against. I can't remember, but I was watching that finals. But like, I don't think did Carmelo Anthony ever go to the finals? I don't no. think so. Never you won. never even got he went close. To the Western Conference Finals. That's cute. You you got close and and, and like Conference. you were you were playing on the teams. This is the Knicks, dude. Okay, whatever. You were playing on teams where you're the best player. Yeah, but he's but like he's playing. I on don't the know Knicks. understand why you got a cape for Carmelo. He was playing on the Knicks and, and the like Nuggets? when Amari was mad injured, he had nothing on his team but nobodies. How, how come nobody wanted to go there and play with him? Huh? No one doesn't want to go to the Knicks at all. Caesar, if, who if, wants if, to go to the Knicks? If LeBron was there, who they'd come play with him? Maybe. I mean, no one's come to the Lakers. Not yet. You're saying yet. Yeah, but they who who could they they had to pay for LeBron first. Okay, now you now you're getting excuses. Why are you keeping for LeBron? I'm <laughs> I'm just saying for me, like, I just like Carmelo's players. I, I don't I don't like dogging them. I I'm feel biased. you, but like you might be like a certified like he just might not be a good a good team player. Which I always thought that Carmelo Anthony was a volume shooter. It seems like Russell Westbrook is just a volume shooter. I mean, I've watched many, many Russell Westbrook games over the years, many of them. And it's like the one thing that doesn't go away is that he'll come up on a half court and shoot a damn free throw jump shot in front of everybody. And they were showing statistically that, like, I think, like, Paul George had a way higher three-point percentage and field goal percentage than him. But the last five possessions or something like that, the last couple possessions was all Russell Westbrook shots. And, like, Russell Westbrook was shooting for, like, three for 15 or something from, like, the field. I'm like, that's just literally what happens when you have a man playing, playing point guard that's not good at decision-making. And he might just not be a you good team player. You can be the most athletic guy. You can be elusive. You can have all the skills. But let's just keep it real. Like, you can have all the skill set. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best one to be making these decisions when the game is and, going down. And, and you might be the guy. You might need to be the guy that's, like, taking a step back to another player. Yeah. Like, you might need to do that. Yeah. Like, I think in certain games, like, uh, Steph Curry will take a step back for uh Oh, KD. yeah. Oh, yeah. Take a step back for the I other, so. other last That's what makes guy. him so good yeah. because he's able to know. It's almost like. Like awareness, he has an awareness yeah. of knowing that. Oh look, Clay's Compton's going off yeah, for forty five yeah. points. Oh look, Kevin Durant's exploding. It's Let all me good. Take a step do back, it. yeah, because you know what happens. The, the focus on them. What they do? Open it up for me. And then what? And the thing about basketball, what I think that's happened over the years, has become very much an individualized kind of sport. Very. And like the players are just kind of more like coddled up through the system, and it's just very individualized. I mean, so there's not so they're not looking at it. A lot of the good elite players are probably going to be looking at it less as a team sport, or it's just the, where it's just like me. The, and I feel like that with Kyle Kuzma actually, bars from, from watching him play. Really, yeah, I feel like he wants to be the man. And it's like dog, like you're on a team. It's not about like oh I'm the best or I'm getting all the shine. You can't take away them. The Warriors got three chips or two. Who the Warriors? The Warriors got two. Yeah. Like those last forever, but your records are gonna get broken. I, I just trying. I'm checking everything so Hardy doesn't scream at me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, about us talking Jesus basketball. Christ. Um, no, but I agree because let's keep it real. Um, when when it comes to like Russell Westbrook and how he plays, like he's a player that if I felt like he did take in the roles, I think the the, the Thunder had a lot of success when it was basically Durant at the top, mm-hmm. and then like and then and then Westbrook as a number two. But I feel like. 
Westbrook doesn't see himself as that, and and he he sees number two as a negative if, instead if, of being like an asset, like yeah. important to the game. Because imagine if the game was hypothetically predicated around Paul George and everything going on, and then you if you even bat an eye or even sleep a little bit on Westbrook, he punishes you because he's, he's an extremely good player. He's dangerous. The Thunder fell apart because those dudes did not want to play. I'm sorry. He, they won three. Hardy don't scream me. They won 18, 17, and 15. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Okay. Jesus. Um. So, yeah, the the reason why the Thunder... So many. Those those Thunder... Te- that Thunder team, if, if Durant and Harden all felt... If those two felt like they could win a championship there, they would have stayed. Yeah. But but I don't think that they thought they could win a championship with Russell Westbrook. They so they did. left. I don't because I, because if you think you can win a chip, you're gonna stay. Yeah, I don't, absolutely. I don't, I, like I never got mad at Durant for leaving the Thunder. I got mad at Durant for leaving the Thunder going to the Warriors. That was whack. For me. Yeah, that was kind of. But lame. it's whatever though. It, it happened years ago. We've moved on. Yeah, it's whatever. We're already calling him a snake. Is done for. I mean, he's lame just because of his personality. He's really weird now. Yeah. This came out of nowhere. And uh, never mind. I'm not he's a weirdo. Time. He's very weird. He's uh, just scared of what. These NBA guys never ever. Um, uh, you'll see them coming. They're tall as hell. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't mean they can square up. You seen the videos? Um, <laughs> Knock your ass out. Yeah. Have you, have you watched? Do you like Joel Embiid? I never really watched him play, but I know he's good. But I know he gets injured a lot, though. He does. I don't yeah. like injury prone dudes. I know, but but I, I think it's cool to see like a big that's kind of out there prominent within the league right yeah, now. Stay healthy. Who do you what do you, what do you think is going to be the make out of this this uh, playoffs though? I, I I haven't watched anything, but like. I, I don't watch first round, so okay. I just want to see the Rockets play. I want to see the Warriors. Um, I guess the Bucks are good. It's going to be hard for me to watch them. Um, yeah, because that's it? our team we made. Yeah, we we we're the ones that got. Them we're good. the OGs. We say no Bucks can make it cracking. No, no, that's not what we said. But you forget everything. But we did put it in the universe that they're going to be, end up being good. It's okay. They that's have... basically what I said in slang. No, no, no. I I would explain it, but you forget everything. Yeah, but what's uh? Never mind. I'm not gonna holler via the podcast. Remember the Bucks owner? <laughs> no, I don't. Don't say nothing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched. I, I'm not like in tune like that. Yeah. But was Russell Westbrook is he a loser? Is he a certified loser? That could be the case because some a player of his stature and ability, you want to see them getting at least to like some level of contention. And I think he just want to be a ball hog. We seen Kobe change his game. You can be a ball hog in a in a and and just like going hard for yourself when you got good pieces around you, yeah. but like the good pieces aren't going to come there if they don't feel like I'm going to be playing. I mean, with somebody oh, that this was going to say I totally forgot. I oh. think that you talked about how these players are based upon how they came up. It's an absolutely monster that we've created based upon the fabric of just coming up in the league. These there's a lot of these high school players that have played in a different school every single year for four years, Capitalism. and then they play one year in college and they go straight to NBA. Yeah, and they it's like they already like, think they're a superstar. No, too. they think they're a superstar, and it's and it's a culmination of all these issues. Like like you you've had all this going on. You have a player that's jumping from school to academy to to development school to this and this, and then he goes to has to go to a college, goes to college for a year and dips. Where's the sense of building a camaraderie and coming together, team. team? And where's adversity? Where's your two years of losing really bad and coming back and battling? You don't do any of that. You don't. You may have have all the physical attributes. You may be teaching somebody all the skills, harnessing and focusing all their talents. But where is the adversity, the mental? You're not building your mind, and that's 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 one of the biggest components. Because some of the best NBA players on that top fifty list weren't necessarily the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah, and some of them had teams that weren't that good. 
They, like it wasn't like they were playing on some. There was some plays that you literally look in the game and be like, look, like it. I, it's all good. Like I know that. Like okay, I'll keep it real. I think Quiet Leonard's one of those guys that's really good mentally because of how he came up to the system. He went to the same school, then he went to San Diego State for a few years, then left San Diego State, went to Spurs. The Spurs are, I think, are very well relaxed, very well. He destroyed me in high school, and a very well well coached team I'm with a great you coach in a couple weeks. Never. I'll bring back. The, I'll go to Space Jam. Bring back my old school, uh, old skills. Uh, <laughs> old skills. What? <laughs> old lack of skills. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think Kawhi Leonard's one of those guys. You're just like, oh, like you know, he's gonna just do his thing. And it's yeah, why did he go to the Raptors though? It's so weird. I think it's a. I think it's a gap I didn't year. Like it's it. a gap year. That's stupid. What if you break your? Well, he, he, you, you he tear did your that. Rupture he did that Achilles. viral laugh. So it's all good. Sports media is weird. Um, Shout out Barstool. But who knows? I would love to uh, see the Raptors win a chip, though. That'd be so dope. That'd be really cool. I'm so down. I'm all down for all the any anybody close to the uh, bring the Grizzlies back to Vancouver. By the way, please. They had a big country up there. Big country. Yeah, you remember big country. Was and then, uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they had big country playing that big country that Paul Gasol didn't they have Greg Ostertag or something that, like that too I don't think Greg Ostertag okay I don't know I'm just You're, throwing oh then Mike Dickerson he was a baller I never heard of him. shooting guard he was really good <laughs> you don't even know enough they probably had Earl Watson too everybody had Earl Watson Caesar all I know is that when we do that three point contest I'm gonna make every single shot and you're gonna be funny about it and we're gonna put it on YouTube and you're gonna be uh, like deleting it <laughs> all right y'all well that's enough anyway of that. um shout out Bass FBG Free Band Gang. Check them out right here. Follow Scooter. The, the, I'm just gonna tell Go the ahead. tell Insta uh, the, the world that we made it. Please right do. Now. The only Instagram account in the world that I enjoy for real is Bass underscore FBG. That's the only one I want to see. And then it goes it goes Bass Casino Scooter. Where's Doughboy? At? Where's Doughboy? Doughboy's like fifth. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, what about Mark? Mexico Mar- He don't really do. He be putting stuff up there. Or no, 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 I don't know. Um, but yeah, so yeah. check out Bass, Bass is the, the best right now. This is the best thing on Instagram. When he's going through relationship problems, is the best thing in the whole world to me. Y'all hear that? <laughs> Tell her, oh, never mind. We'll yeah. Um, but yeah, episode one hundred four. We made a podcast. Holler um, at. We made a podcast on all social media. We made a podcast dot com. Check out this video on YouTube. I really hope this episode recorded one day. Uh, thank you for the prayers y'all said for C's. Holler. <laughs>